to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I am your Cobra intern that convinced the Pentor to switch from Sunbow to Dick, codename <laughs> Legion Cub. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude <laughs> Podcast and on Twitter at G.I. Joe Audible. Uh, and I'll admit I've been falling off on Instagram a little bit lately. We've had a lot of panels and activities to promote. Speaking of, uh, you fellows can see me. You might notice that I'm drinking a little something called Dragon's Nectar, the Ooh. official beverage of Dragon Con, brewed locally here in Atlanta by Monk's Meadery. Uh, you can order Dragon's Nectar online, uh, or you can buy it in Atlanta liquor stores like I did. The reason I am drinking Dragon's Nectar right now is because, well, honestly, as people are hearing this, we may be doing the panel right now. Uh, because this episode drops on Dragon Con Friday, and 1 p.m. on Friday, we will be live in front of the Dragon Con audience, creating, fantasy booking, if you will, a new live-action G.I. Joe movie. I cannot wait. It's going to be we, tons of fun. Uh, we will be there in costume, G.I. Joe costumes, or, you know, G.I. Joe franchise character costume. okay it's it's power suits from the first gi joe movie. yes people yes. And they, they don't want to miss this they cost a fortune yeah and it's not like we could just order because we are three very i different have three sizes. mortgages on my house now so come to this panel one for each suit yes uh <laughs> uh so yeah these power suits are really exciting uh, the light up feature was $5,000 extra, but I think it's worth it. You know, mm -hmm. once you see it in person, uh, that's not at all what we're doing. I just realized <laughs> we should probably clarify just so people don't show up and like, Oh, I thought we were going to see the power suits. Uh, no, we have something else entirely. We will be in costume and we recommend everyone showing up, be in costume. I don't know why I'm even going through this now. Cause it's done. Like it's happening. Yeah, uh, so you're, you will you're be probably to... there right now as we're talking. Right, hopefully not listening to this while you're like we're messing panel. with like the time space continuum. And <laughs> yeah, it is it is a little weird. But the point of this is next week, uh, you will be able to hear that live episode, and then at 10 p.m. on Sunday at Dragon Con, uh, barring calamity, uh, we will be there to introduce uh, GI Joe the movie uh, a screening now. I don't believe we're going to be sticking around for the screening because we've all seen it multiple times very recently, but uh, we will be there to introduce it. And for everybody who wants to close out their dragon con with a little Cobra law, uh, you will have the opportunity to do so in the dragon con American sci-fi classics track room. That is the Marriott M one zero three one zero five. And uh, to throw in a personal plug, if it is, while you're listening to this before 4 p.m. on Friday, mm. uh, September the 2nd, I will be appearing on another G.I. Joe panel uh, called G.I. Joe Knowing is Half the Battle, uh, along with Channing Sherman and Myron Abernathy, um, and uh, who knows, possibly others, and we've been trying to get another guest on as well. And uh, that's going to be in Hilton Galleria 1. And I do believe that is the first time I have ever been in a on a panel that was at the Hilton. So we, uh, and, and for inquiries uh because we do loan uh loan Noel out from time to time for other podcasts for children's birthday parties 
uh, just hit us up, send us a message, uh, Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, uh, and you too can rent Noel for your event. Uh, all Man right, of check many out. talents. Yes, he he can do it all, folks. He can sing, he can dance, he can DJ, uh, he can he can do characters, and you will see much of this at DragonCon. Uh, the Needless Things YouTube channel, new G.I. Joe reviews are up. I reviewed the new Duke and Cobra Commander O-Ring 2-pack, although we're going to talk about that in a minute here. Uh, and anytime there's new G.I. Joe stuff, I'll review it on the channel. But I also review tons and tons and tons of other things, like most recently a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Playmates. Uh, they've been doing these repros of the original Turtles figures, and I just uh, reviewed one of those four-packs, and it was pretty cool but uh gi joe stuff as well all right guys so noel i know you due to my evil influence ordered yourself a duke and cobra commander set yep yep uh what what did you think of it well i haven't opened it yet i got okay i got got the package in the mail and why would you open it before we recorded what would be the sense in that well i mean (laughs) uh too many too many other things going on while trying to get dragon con that's true we're all a little prepped a little busy huh so yeah, I, I will open it eventually, but uh, I, I was swayed by watching your video, um, your unboxing on the Needless Things uh, YouTube channel. So uh, yeah, it's a great looking set. So I'm looking forward to opening up that one soon. I really, you know, when I first saw them, I was like, these colors, I don't know about this. Why are we doing different colors on the O-rings? Uh, and now that I have them in hand, I love the new vibrant colors the the new head well duke's head apparently your results may vary because some people are getting a duke with like sloth from the goonies face (laughs) some he's just a little cockeyed the one i've got it's just a little off and it could almost be like a facial expression and then some of them look okay there's some issues there but the new cobra commander head's pretty fantastic like i said i love the colors and all the sunbow accessories that they come with are fantastic. Uh, it's got the sunbow, the sunbow cobra laser pistol, uh, some cobra branded binoculars for Cobra Commander. Um, do, my biggest problem with the set actually isn't even Duke's face; it's the fact that Duke does not have a standard battle stand. He comes with the 25th anniversary battle stand with the peg or the hole in the back for the flag that he comes with. And it doesn't work well for O-ring figures. And it doesn't match the rest of your O-ring figures. Like, we're six figures in, and there's already an anomaly. (laughs) I wish they had just, like, I don't mind that it came with that stand, but they needed to include a standard battle stand as well. I I like that they were a little bit more intentional with the accessories this time. I kind of felt like they were just throwing stuff in before just to make it feel like it was worth your while. And... It, to me, that took away from its value because I didn't want to go spend 40 at the time, now $42 on a set right. of two figures. Um, but yeah, I, I a little little FOMO and a little bit of, uh, you know, just, all right, I like these colors. They look much better when you're reviewing them than I, I did, from, than they looked from me just looking at pictures on the website. And I've got this Pulse premium membership i might as well just use it whenever i can to get free shipping <laughs> right absolutely and and that is you nailed it with the accessories is these accessories feel like a big added value there's something special there's something <clears throat> new and it does feel like oh this is like 
ten dollars worth of you know extra stuff perhaps whereas the other ones felt like oh it's junk they had laying around and they threw it in there so yeah but, well yeah and and the the jetpack the jump jetpack that comes with duke is great and the little harness which i put on wrong in the video by the way if you've watched the video you probably saw me put that harness on duke and we're like that's wrong moron these and you were getting happen. ready to type your angry comments into the, yes. uh, the YouTube <laughs> and, and comments. Please, please leave your angry comments because that only feeds the algorithm and gets me higher up in the YouTube hierarchy. Um, which, by the way, please do go check out the Needless Things YouTube channel. Subscribe. I am less than 100 away from monetizing the channel, which would be a huge thing for me. So if you have not subscribed, please do so. Uh uh, you know, we, I have fun over there. I like to open up toys and talk about them. Uh, so anyway, that set, it's awesome. Uh, they, you know, there are a couple of little stumbles, but overall, uh, it it just shows how much fun new O-rings can be. In other retro news, okay, so we got a lot of Super 7 to talk about. First, I want to mention that uh, I received... I think I talked last time that I got my uh, my Glow Patrol figures and my shirts and my hats and stuff that I ordered from Super 7. They still have not shipped my Ultimate Bat and my Pyramid of Darkness set. Some people that only ordered the Pyramid of Darkness have already received it. So apparently, even though they shipped some other stuff to me separately, now they're like, no, no, we're waiting until the bats are in to ship those together. So I'm still waiting for my bat and my pyramid of darkness. That's interesting. Well, and it's really weird because they had like a billion of those bats in the store. So I, I don't know exactly what's going on. I'm not, I'm not concerned about it. I know I'm going to get my stuff eventually. For sure. No, I just remember one of the last interviews with Brian before San Diego, he was talking about they had a shipment on the water and his fingers, you know, were crossed that it would get there before the convention. And so my hope for everybody was that everything would be here in time for the con. So it would have all shipped out. Well, and what I'm wondering is if they had a certain number of the bats physically in person for the convention to put on the shelves in the Super 7 store. And then they had uh, a more coming. And that's what he was referring to as being on the water. Mm -hmm. And they're waiting until they can fulfill all of the orders before they send any so that people aren't getting shafted by like, wait a minute, 20 people over here got their bats. Where's mine? Which classifies. <laughs> or, or yeah, like what's going on with Mattel uh, and the new generation ring right now where people have had it for over a week and mine hasn't even shipped yet. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I appreciate well. And what, Emily has alluded to where with the classified series, they have attempted to get the retailers to wait until everybody has their stock before they start selling stuff. Like I, I like that sort of leveling of supply, I guess there, I'm sure there's a term for it, but I can't come up with it right now. <laughs> In other super seven news, they finally revealed we've known the names for well over a month now because, uh, Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth both had them listed. 
Uh, but now we have seen the images of wave four of Super 7's reaction figures, which are now $20 a piece. How do you guys feel about this new price point? Not only did they raise the price on upcoming figures, they retroactively went back and raised the prices on all their existing figures. Yeah, they've always done that. Oh, Which yeah, is yeah. really annoying because now I'm kicking myself for not getting uh, the uh, the PSA figures before because they've done up to 20 yeah, they've they've always done that. Um because I remember when they went from 15 to 18, and I was like, ooh, well, there are a few that I want to go back and buy, and they had raised them to 18, which you know what? I can't I just can't be mad at Super Seven because I, I don't I do not feel like they're over there like in Uncle Scrooge's money bin swimming around. <laughs> Like some people might think, I think they're doing their best to continue to be able to provide the stuff that they provide to consumers. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't have a cynical point of view of their business model. So I think if they raise these up to 20 bucks, it's because they had to raise them up to 20 bucks to, to remain lucrative enough to keep going. That being said, $20 for a Kenner figure is a little tough to take, especially when I can go to the when I just went to the store and bought the new Star Wars retro style figures for well now they're not 10 anymore, they're 12 now. Or no, they were 10.99 at Target. Uh the new Obi-Wan Kenobi retro figures uh were 10.99 at Target. But but still that's a lot less than 20. Uh but it's a different it's a different company, it's a different business model, it's a different product. Whether whether you like it or not, you can't compare Super 7's reaction figures to Hasbro's retro style figures. They're not the same thing. No, but I do, at least for the targets that are around me, the Super 7 reaction figures are the only Joe figures that yes. have been on the shelf. And it's not like they're peg warming, at least with the two targets near me. They sell out, and then I go at the end of the week, and there's more, yeah. and they sell out. So there is a part of me that that wishes that Target could acknowledge this and partner up with Super 7 to try and do a little mass release to try and bring that price back down for people. Yeah. Um, but... Well, and I wonder, yeah. uh, because we, we don't know... This is pure speculation on my part, but if Target, with all of the stock problems that they have right now and all of the product that they've got just sitting, old product, is it possible that Target is no longer going to order from Super 7? Have they severed that relationship? And that's why they had to raise the price up to 20 on these because they lost that target connection. Now this is pure speculation. I just, I would be really surprised because they, I mean, there's tons of super seven reaction figures. Well, there are, but I wonder if target sees the value in keeping them when they have so much other product that, 
you know, they've gotten these trailers that are sitting out in the parking lot and whatever else. I don't know. Yeah. I, that, that's, I, that's just me trying to figure out what this $20 jump is. I don't know. I would be surprised if Target into that relationship because it's, it seems to me when I go into a Target and I go into the, cl- the collectibles aisle that there is always like new stock of those uh, reaction figures. Um, you know, they'll have everything from like the Ninja Turtles, the Beavis and Butthead figures to, you know, whatever ones are out on the shelves right now. And like, they're there and I come back two days later and they're gone and there's new product that's, that's replaced them. So. Yeah. And there might be a lot of value to target in the fact that super seven does keep that stuff stocked and replenished. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, look, that that's probably nonsense, but you got to think that relationship is very, very valuable to super seven. And, and if there was an issue there, it would have a detrimental effect on them. Uh, which which could result in price hikes, but you know maybe like I said, I, well, and let's talk about the wave because I think we see some of the value right away. First of all, we've got Zartan who actually changes color. The figure is UV reactive, so it changes color like the old Zartan figure, and it includes his backpack, his mask, and his blaster. Uh, this is pretty accessory heavy for a Super 7 reaction figure. Yeah. Uh, looks fantastic. He's in the Sunbow colors. Uh, I, I, this is a great figure. I mean, this is as much as I didn't. Oh, one thing I got to mention Entertainment Earth, last I checked. Now I'm, I'm getting ready to check again right now because I, uh, Entertainment Earth still had these for $17.99 each when I made my pre order. Uh, I'm looking right now to see if that's still the case. And yeah, they're still, so if you go to entertainment earth reaction wave four is still 1799 to pre-order and you can use a, uh, there's a code you can use to get free shipping, even on pre-orders. Yeah. Sun free 22 S U N F R E E 22. Uh, $39 or more for your order, which, you know, that's just a couple of reaction figures now. <laughs> uh, you can get free shipping. So I actually did all my pre-orders from Entertainment Earth on these. And we'll see if they honor that price. And the fact that they have not changed it yet means to me they probably will. Uh, so Zartan looks fantastic. He's going to change color. But then the star of, well, these this is a great wave yeah mm-hmm. uh noel do you want to tell us about this bat so the bat is uh, of course like a sunbow uh inspired bat it's got the red mask and it comes with again tons of accessories it's got uh, a giant rifle and then a pistol and it's got all of the the interchangeable hand swaps so you've got the torch you've got the uh claw you've got the little machine gun and the backpack so this has more accessories than the original sun uh, the original hasbro toy and it looks to me like the holster on the figure is functional yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that the pistol is going to go in that holster and if you look it has the sculpted circuitry it doesn't have uh lenticular sticker yeah it doesn't have that which i think is kind of a shame although knowing super seven that could potentially be a later release uh but when you zoom in on this when you look at this render of this figure which is all that's available right now i mean 
if you don't see a $20 value in this, then I don't know what to tell you. I mean, the paint is superior to what was on the original bat figure. The accessory loadout is tremendous. Like this, this is an amazing bat. I think this is probably one of the best bat figures that's been released. And yeah, if you have a problem with the reaction articulation, then there's nothing I can tell you that's going to make that better. But this figure looks incredible. Uh, Christian, what did you think of this Cobra Commander? I, um, so I really love him. Uh, so they did the cape. I am so glad they went, that they did the cape the way they did, which was more of like how Lego minifigures do a cape, like the yes. actual cape around yes. his neck and not the Kenner tunic style like yeah, right with the sleeves like yeah. yeah not the dr Mindbender or the yes right. yes right uh comes with the serpent staff now i know he's based off a of sunbow my my only uh, about this figure and it's something i i never liked as a kid even in the cartoon is the strike down the helmet Yeah, I, I'm on but board. But again, with I that. know that I know that Sunbow. Right. But and otherwise, if if I was doing reaction and I had the other Cobra Commander, I would upgrade to this one. Yeah, and that's the word. This is an upgrade. Like this for for this aesthetic, this line of figures, this is the Cobra Commander I want on my shelf until they release a target exclusive one with the vac metal face right that's and that's the thing is my i've got the vac metal one do i need a non-vac metal one now it feels like a downgrade but this was i mean this is right out of the opening of gi joe the movie yeah and so it's such a great look i i kind of wish that the cape was more like it is in the um in the artwork where it just pins down to the shoulder but i just yeah. the engineering and that would be a little but bit you know i i recently uh i haven't had it in my my hands but a friend of mine had sent me some pictures of the superpowers figures and how dude mcfarland did like yeah in order to get that kind of look you're talking about noel like it's basically coming out of their backs and it doesn't look good mm. it, it doesn't work at that scale let me just tell you those superpowers figures i love them i want to collect the whole entire line but the Batman and the Superman, they come with the capes and they punched a plastic tab through the cape to the tray in the blister. Yeah. That's and the there's a hole. He showed me. It's ridiculous. There will be no hole in this Cobra Commander cape. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Absolutely <right now. laughs> not. Except to put his head through. Yes. That, well, I mean, that's going to be pretty, pretty permanent situation, I think, there. Uh, all right. Well, you know what, Christian, you get two in a row, because obviously we have uh -oh. to let you talk about the next one. Okay. This is your guy. So they finally got a shipwreck. Um, if I was doing a Kenner-style shipwreck, this is exactly what he looked like. I... My concern early on was that he would be just the naval soldier. Right. right. Well, and but that's not kind of what I thought they would do. And it's not that at all. Yeah. Cause I thought, oh, this is totally a cost saving measure to reuse that mold. And it is not 
at all. Um, so he comes with Polly. He comes with his pistol. He comes with his anchor. Uh, looks like, you know, a hard plastic molded rope for him to hold on to. But he also has the rope um, slung like across his his from his belt across his crotch area. That's his holster. Yeah, oh, it's just like weird... it's his gun belt. Yeah. Is it? Oh, because I like thought that Han, was the thigh. It's like Han Solo style. It's, okay. it's some kind of weird... I, I'm not sure what's going on there. It's kind of weird to break that up uh, with that with that crotch, with that T-crotch. Yeah. Uh, but it, okay. but it's the... I guess it's the Sunbow design. Yeah. Let's... Yeah. Uh, well, hang on. Let me, let me Google real and quick. And that's, that's totally how, you know... Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what he looks like. The sunbow design has that weird beige pouch belt. Very interesting. Now, I am curious. At, at least in the um, the render, like Polly's feet don't look massive. So I am curious how they attach to Shipwreck. There is a little hole in Shipwreck's ah, shoulder. Okay. There is a little peg in Polly's left foot. So Polly sits with one foot on his shoulder and one foot on the top of his arm, but this okay. one's not attached, so he can move his arm while Polly nice. is sitting there. Okay. Uh, it's, it's ingenious. And if you notice... He's also got the little hook on his belt to hang his grappling hook off. Mm -hmm. of. Yep. Uh, he looks fantastic. And again, just looking at the detail on the figure in the loadout, like I, I can't be too angry about this being a $20 figure. Yeah. I mean, they definitely for at least half the figures in this line have upped the accessory quotient to what your typical, um, reaction gi joe figure has been uh so next up very interesting and again sticking with sunbow uh noel you want to tell us about this cover girl so the cover girl is uh she's the blonde version of cover girl that we did see in sunbow um pretty uh you know pretty much straight out of the uh out of the cartoon what i think is interesting is that she comes with stalker's pulverizer machine gun um, which is not something I ever really associated with that character. Well, and it's also interesting that in the artwork, the machine gun goes into the color behind the blister, which is something yeah. I don't think we oh, see yeah. a whole lot of. Well, it's also the bat has uh, the fist going down into that as well. So okay. and the mask and the mask for Zartan. So yeah, it looks like that's, that's the kind art. Of a new aesthetic they're going with. Yeah, the art is kind of crossing over and on all six of these figures because they know people don't open these <laughs> it's true i still haven't opened well i opened the ones that i got on clearance from target but i have not opened i've got like 30 of these just on the card that i want to open up but i just haven't because this the, they're such a beautiful product I'm, I'm just in the process of like clearing out a wall so i could just have like a wall of classifieds on on card so 
the sculpt is great on this one. I think the portrait looks really nice. The long blonde mm-hmm. hair is good. Uh, I like the fact that the straps on her legs are actually sculpted and not just paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, the unique boots look great. And, and that's, see, that's another thing about these figures is there are very few shared parts, certainly between characters. Like when they reissue something like Cobra Commander obviously has common parts, but like this cover girl, these parts aren't going to be used for anything else. Like there's so much unique tooling in so many of these figures. Like you were saying with Shipwreck, like we all kind of thought that that sailor figure was going to go into the Shipwreck figure. And I don't know that they have any common parts. Uh, so yeah, this is great. Another essential addition to your gi joe collection in my opinion uh and then we have snakeling snake eyes which i didn't order this one because i'll have one coming in the pyramid of darkness set but this one does come with the data disc and nothing else well that's what's funny about the card art on this one like look how he's holding his hands yeah, like it looks like he should have a melee weapon of some sort. Right, like he should have a, a shovel or something. Uh, but there's nothing there. This is a great figure. I don't, I don't have mine yet. But uh, it doesn't have the hat. No, it doesn't have the hat. Oh wait, does the one in the box set have the hat? I think I thought it did. Oh, I think you might be right. Okay, wait, I can find this out very quickly because just a few rows down should be the pyramid of darkness set unless they removed it from the site nope there it is i'm pulling up a picture on ebay right now and yes they are wearing their hats yes he's got the hat in the box set nice i like that it's different but not different enough for me to spend 20 more dollars on it yeah it's an odd choice that they would release that one on its own with uh, with I mean like I said missing one accessory and then having one that uh, but I guess I think, he can hold it in his hand. I think people are yeah he I'm sure it'll fit between the the thumb and the fingers no problem. Uh, the folks that are buying these though a lot of them are are completists that are just buying every single release and and maybe this is the only Joe they're getting right now uh, because there are people out there who love you know Sunbow and and Marvel and whatever else. And, and don't really care about classified. Mm-hmm. So this could be somebody's entire collection. And if that's the case, they just buy one of each. And honestly, I, I kind of look at what I do, and that seems manageable in comparison. Uh, we have female Cobra Troopers, which is awesome to see. Uh, once again, we have the varieties uh, where we have six different versions with, I think, three different weapons. There's the laser pistol, uh, the sort of submachine gun looking thing, and then the M16. And then we've got the three different skin tones and different hairstyles. So six total different versions of the female Cobra Trooper. Uh, We have six different versions of a Joe Camo Trooper, which when I first saw this, I was like, what is this blobby weird camo? But these guys were in the Mass Device Mm -hmm. miniseries. And uh, again, we have different skin tones. We've got M16. Uh, Interestingly, look at the laser rifle. So, well, we've got the, was it XMLR? What is the 
snow job rifle. Uh, I, yeah, I can never remember. Yeah, until yeah whatever the heck that's Somebody called. corrects me on it. But look at what the other one is. So I'm trying to, because this isn't the best picture I'm looking at right now. I'm go. looking on Super 7's website, so they've got the renders and, and everything. Yeah, it's it's a familiar looking weapon, but I can't. It's minus down. the wire. Isn't that Flash's laser gun? Uh, yeah, I guess that is what that is. Yeah, it just doesn't have the connecting mm. wire. And it took me a while, like like you, like I looked at it and I was like, I've seen this before. What the heck is this? But it was the context was weird because it doesn't have that little connection. But yeah, if you look at the stock and everything else, that's Flash's laser rifle. Uh, which I think is a neat little inclusion because, you know, the point of this is to have the variety. So the M16 is cool because that's kind of the traditional, that's grunts. Uh, the, obviously, the Sunbow laser rifle is the iconic G.I. Joe weapon. But to throw this in, I think, is a nice choice as a third option. Uh, and then that is, uh, that's it. So we've got a total of 18 new figures uh six individual and uh 12 total troop builders and they're fantastic i was genuinely super bummed out about the price increase because at 20 bucks a piece it's going to be really hard for me to justify buying these now but hopefully i'll find them on clearance well, and see, that's <laughs> but that's the part that makes me nervous about the price increase is because when people say, oh, I'll wait for them to go on clearance, then the line isn't selling what it needs to. And Right. But if and this is how I felt about this kind of thing for a very long time now is if I'm not willing to spend the money then obviously I don't care enough about the line anyway. So if it dies, it dies. Because it's it's either a matter of I'm not going to spend $20 for these and I'm not going to have them, or they're going to discontinue the line and I'm not going to have them. Well, as somebody who has not really been a completist on these, like I've bought a few at full retail that I just felt were must-haves. Um, you know, I, I'm... I'm sure there are people who do collect as, you know, as completists. And then there's a lot of other people who are more like me who just buy uh, every once in a while. And, you know, I think that's, they probably are making enough on these for the people who are buying them. Cause they, they're clearly moving a lot of units. If you're, yeah. you know, you're seeing how quickly they ship out of targets and, and other locations that carry them that, they're probably not eating that much when these go on clearance. They probably have factored that into their business plan. Cause especially when you're producing uh, waves of six different variations of the same figure, they know that's a very, very niche market that's going right. to be buying mm -hmm. those figures. So that's factored into that $20 price point as well as, you know, the amazing art and the quality of the figures. So next up, speaking of things that are hilariously expensive, did you guys check out this G.I. Joe 40th anniversary one-ounce silver coin? 
I clicked to yeah. the next thing. Yes. <laughs> so when this first, because uh, Hasbro Pulse's Instagram is where I first saw this. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, well, that's pretty neat. But even, even as somebody who likes G.I. Joe tchotchkes as much as i do i have cake pans i have laser stickers i've got color forms i like gi joe in a variety of formats i was like you know i just don't know that i could really justify spending 20 bucks on a coin like a collector coin what am i going to do with that so i just I'll, I'll take that $20 and I'll spend it on a reaction figure or whatever. Now, this is before I actually clicked on the link to the coin to discover this is not a $20 coin. This is a $99 coin. Uh, look, any, any G.I. Joe is good G.I. Joe. This is neat. I'm sure there are people out there who are like, my coin collection and my G.I. Joe collection have finally intersected. But good Lord, am I not paying $100 for a G.I. Joe coin? <laughs> what yeah. was your, when you first, because I got to imagine you guys were like me and saw the image of this thing before you saw the price of this thing. What, what was your thought? <laughs> Or are like I didn't need to see the price of it because when I saw the coin, I don't my initial response to that sort of stuff is just Meh. good for the people that, that like that sort of stuff. But I'm also the person that you know when he was getting his power of the four Star Wars figures and his droids figures, I didn't hold on to any of the coins not that they were hundred dollar coins but i'm just saying like yeah that yeah. is not in my wheelhouse of something to hold on to because i i have a uh a goblet full of power of the force coins <laughs> that i could not bring myself to throw away uh but none of them are 100 coins so i mean I, this i have coins that people at dragon con had given me as part of their groups or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and I appreciative, but usually before the con is over, it's getting passed on to somebody else. Because again, it's just not <laughs> something. Yeah. So and, and then once I saw the hundred dollar price tag, I was really like, okay, this is to me, it's a stretch. I, you know what? Let's let's Google how much is one ounce of silver worth one ounce of silver is worth nineteen dollars and twenty three cents only a five hundred percent increase on this but the gi joe ip is worth another 80 bucks. $80. That, well, that, that is a fancy little box it comes in. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's neat. You get that artwork on that little tiny, what, two-inch little piece. But... Look, I think this is really neat, but but boy, is it for, we you know, we talk about niche audiences on the show quite a bit. This is like a niche of a niche of a niche. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and for the listeners, if any of you invested in this thing, hit us up, let us know what you think of it. Um, 
because I believe this is just for sale. This is not like a pre-order. If you got one of these, hit us up. Send me a message at Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram and and, uh, let me know what's up with this. We'll, We'll read your review on the air. All right. Okay, before we get to the next thing, I've got I'm going to spring one on you guys. Uh-oh. That that I popped up right before we started recording or I noticed it right before we started recording. Did you see this new GI <laughs> Joe classified Cobra Agent Destro big face t-shirt? <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> what what the WTF is this thing? <laughs> what is this art? I, I mean, it's it's definitely inspired by the classified uh, oh, for sure. Destro figure. Um, but yeah, I, I, people who really, really like Destro and want Destro with his giant ruby uh, well, it's just necklace. Such odd, like he's angry, yelling to the side. It's just, I, it's uh, there are a lot of odd choices here and it's so large on the t-shirt design now they show on well it is called a big face t-shirt well yeah they (laughs) they do show it on like hoodies and stuff where it's a lot more like manageable size like a little bit more not not quite yelling at you as much as it is on the t-shirt design (laughs) it does seem very angry (laughs) (laughs) like i could see this maybe on like a like a polo style where it's just on your your top you know, on, on your top breast, but that's pretty much it. But yeah, I don't need something this large in a t-shirt. First of all, I have an issue with like super large t-shirt designs as it is. Like I like, to, I like them to be a little bit more uh, subtle, but when it comes to this right here, I don't need a Destro uh, head that's almost as big as my own. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was weird that I, as I was scrolling down his tank, uh, I noticed that and I thought, well, we should, we should at least give that a mention because that's <laughs> a little weird. Uh, all right, moving on to one of our favorite things that's happened in the past year, the Call Sign Longbow Kickstarter. Uh, the backer kit is active until November the 15th, and I wasn't sure at first quite how this one worked, but now I kind of, I, I finished mine, I completed it. Although, even after you save your changes, you have until November 15th to go back and add things or or change stuff up or whatever. So I backed at uh, all in, which meant I got all of all ten of the unlocked figures plus one figure of my choice. Let me make sure that my numbers are correct here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yes. So ten figures were unlocked during the campaign. And then the Krasny Ninja was unlocked for the backer kit. So if you went all in, you have to add the Krasny Ninja as your additional figure to get it. He is not automatically included. But if you don't want him, you can get an additional one of any of the other figures. Who doesn't want him? I can't even imagine such a thing. Uh, so mine is locked in, and I also added, did you guys see the accessory pack that they mm-hmm. added as part of the backer kit? Uh, it comes with 
a bunch of headgear, four backpacks, gas masks, um, a sword, a bunch of different rifles, like all stuff that that's included with the figures, but in different color variations, very similar to the old G.I. Joe uh, battle gear packs. And just for the it's twelve ninety nine and it comes with twenty eight pieces or more than twenty eight pieces. And I thought, you know what? I want I just want to have that. As much as I'm usually opposed to the adding junk to my drawer category of toys, this is a novelty to me and a really fun item. So I went ahead and added that uh to my purchase. And, and I, I th- it's uh, i mean i it's it's a cool idea having that uh thrown in so that you can arm your uh your soldiers with different weapons and of course doing them in the different colors like they did with the uh old gi joe accessory packs i mean there's definitely the nostalgia with that but and they're even in the colors if you notice that's that that uh that kind of green and the beige yeah mm-hmm I just thought that was a really neat idea and a really good way for them to to make some money, quite frankly, on tooling yeah. that they've already done. And this is, I mean, and so cheap to put these out because these are, they have no moving parts. It's just very, very simple things that you can mold and, you know, just keep using those molds to put more and more of these little accessories out. And $12.99 for that, they're making nothing but profit off of that set. Absolutely. And, and if they redo it in like red and blue, Mm-hmm. orange and black mm-hmm. you know whatever just keep redoing them in different colors and i'll keep buying them because i just think it's a neat concept yeah uh so if the backer kit so so the funding ended uh oh i don't have my number for where the funding actually ended as of right now they're at two hundred and thirty thousand two hundred and fifty nine dollars that's that's the original funding plus what they've got so far with the backer kit. If they make it to a total of $259,000, that unlocks the Adapt Trooper tactical version, which is, you can see the Adapt Trooper research facility version. It's the orange and white uh, trooper. This is a darker color scheme of that figure. Uh, you know, we've got a couple more months here. I think it's possible we could make it to that 259,000, but one way or another, I think we'll see that adapt trooper. Eventually it'll just be a matter of whether or not we get it with this campaign or something in the future. Any more now what, uh, Christian, you went in on this. No, I can't remember if you did or not. I did not. Okay. Yeah, I did the pick four. Okay. Um, have you done your backer kit yet? I did the okay. back. I got the backer kit email on the day that we were flying back from California, which made that five hour experience incredibly stressful. <laughs> um, but even now, I keep going back to it. Like, I, I picked my four, um, and there are some figures I want to. Well, add some more in because but... look, they're they're twenty five bucks a piece right now. Like I know. you get you get the discounted price still. I know. However, I have DragonCon coming up. Uh, yeah, I know, right? So I I was trying. I've, I've been trying to tell myself I am waiting 
after Dragon Con is yeah. over, if I didn't spend my Dragon Con budget, then there's a few figures. I do love the accessory pack. Um, I, that was actually the first thing that just made me really torn. Like the, on the flight back, I'm like, did I choose the right things? Uh, am I going to regret this? Wait, no, I really like everything that I picked, but uh, so I love that they're keeping it open until the 15th. Yes. So, and, that and so you've got until the 15th to add like or to change or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that accessory pack just is, it's pure extras, but it's just too neat to pass up. I mean, it's a unique guy. Honestly, I'm kind of tempted to go add another one just to keep it in whatever packaging it comes in to have one to open up and play around with and review on the needless things, YouTube channel <laughs> and to have one as a, just like, you know, this was one of the first releases of call sign longbow. This is a, a unique, cool item just to keep as a collectible. I might add another one. All right. Uh, Walmart retro boy. We're just never going to have uh, stop having conversations about walmart's retro gi joe classified series figures the newest news in the epic saga is that we all got emails letting us know that storm shadow and zartan who originally had release dates of august 26th i think it was either the 26th or the 29th uh have been delayed to may 2nd of 2023 What's another eight and a half months? Which is the date that Pulse had originally. Uh, my belief is that Walmart didn't get the memo about, hey, we're giving everything these far-flung release dates so people aren't disappointed when there are delays. And Walmart put in their actual expected date for the inventory. And then Hasbro finally was able to get through to those Walmart knuckleheads and say, guys, it's May. Tell them May. And they were like, okay, we'll update it. So I don't think it's going to be May of 2023. I think it'll be before that. I think it'll be significantly before that. But I think in the grand tradition of Walmart Fupars, uh, you know, this is just another one in the long line. So I think we'll see these before the end of the year. That's my belief. I could be wrong. I've certainly been wrong before. But as you guys and our listeners know, when I am wrong, I do come back and admit it. Did you guys get or did you care about the Cobra Island Cobra Trooper? I uh, said, uh, if, if this had been a, become available uh, again in these numbers uh before i had my hands on the infantry troopers i probably would have gone in and put, and bought a couple of them but i don't need them at this price i mean it's great that there's uh, more stock available now that you can order through bbts um but uh, as i think i mentioned when we were having a conversation about before it's like i'm i'm happy with my 20 dollar cobra infantry troopers that i bought yeah, this price seems a little bonkers, doesn't it? Yeah, but yeah. they know they can sell it for that price. I mean, well, Big Ben always inflates their prices a little well, bit above retail. 
And at the peak of the craziness for these, they were selling for two times that, if not more. Yeah. So I, I can't say Big Bad isn't justified to be charging that, but it is. it does seem like a, a premium on a premium to me. Well, we're and you know we're wondering too. Will will we be able to grab a few more from Target in the near future at some point? That I, the way they worded it, you know, when they say it's a run, that makes me think they turned the factory on and they made a supply of these figures. Not right. Oh, hey, we we found, found... crates in the back. Right. So and, and they're not that's... doing a production run of like two thousand of these for Big Bad. No. Like that's not happening. So yeah, I don't know. Uh yeah, very, very interesting. And it's it's if you've got the wide release infantry, there's just not a great reason to pay thirty-six dollars for this one, despite the extra accessories. Especially when in the future we're probably going to get more varieties of Cobra Troopers with different accessories. Like, I think the standard Cobra Trooper is probably something that they're going to keep in circulation every couple of years to some extent. Yeah. But now, at this point, other than Firefly and Major Blood, or I might be wrong about Major Blood, but Big Bad has now got stock of all the Cobra Island stuff. So it makes me feel good for the people, again, when all of that craziness was going on and nobody could find these on the shelves. Yeah. If you, if you just got into the line, you can get them. Yeah, and that is the thing to consider is that not everybody has been here from the start like we have. Like, there are people who, well, you guys even came in a little bit later than Mm -hmm. I did as far as buying anything at all. Uh, So, And and that is important. You've got to keep some of the the heavy hitters coming back so that new people can, can get the stuff they want because that keeps the line vital. If somebody just now starts collecting this line, and wants a Destro, at the moment, I don't know how easily available Destro is. Regular Destro? Uh, well, uh, you, you, want... can, you can get your Profit Director Profit Director yeah. Destro is not a problem. Uh, but I, I got to think, you know, sometime in the next couple of years, we're going to see Iron Grenadier mm-hmm. Destro or, you know, some other kind of variation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right, I think so, the trooper is one you're going to want to. They're going to continue to release variations on that because yeah. you know you're going to move every single one that you produce um, because of because of people like me who will troop build pretty much any trooper. Yeah, uh, what was I reading? Oh man, I should have sent it to you guys. There was a site I was reading, and there was unfortunately I I don't remember. Uh, they were talking to somebody in the toy industry and they were saying that for people who army build, they buy a minimum of five of whatever the army build figure is, which in this day and age blows my mind because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I did that when Star Wars figures were like 10 bucks. Right, right. Um, not now. So 
thinking that how many folks are out there, if they're buying a minimum of five Cobra Troopers, then yeah, and better there, keep there pumping are, them out. There are people out there, you know, we talk all the time about HisTank.com and how much I enjoy being in the forums over there. There are guys in those forums that have like 50, like mm-hmm. bats. Wow. So, I mean, the, and, and that's the thing, again, to go back to, you know, what I often say on the show, there, there are folks who, I collect a hundred different things, but there are folks that only collect G.I. Joe. There are folks that only collect G.I. Joe Classified. So if that, if that's what I was doing, yeah, I'd have, I'd, I wouldn't know about 50, <laughs> but I, I'd have, if the only thing I collected was G.I. Joe Classified, I'd have 20 bats. I'd have 20 Cobra Infantry. Like I would love to have that kind of display, but space wise and cost wise with, with due to all the other interests I have, I'm just not doing that. But I think about how cool it would look to have just like a wall of bats. Yeah. Man, that'd be great. I I get it. I totally get it. Uh, All right, so a little non-G.I. Joe news, but something that I think should directly affect G.I. Joe. Uh, For any of our listeners who might be interested in or collect Masters of the Universe Origins, Mattel has been doing some interesting things in offering certain figures on Mattel Creations, which is, I can't really say it's their version of Hasbro Pulse, I think they're working towards that, but it's really been more of a boutique type experience where special limited edition products have been offered through Mattel Creations website uh, and and crowdfunding. That's where I mentioned earlier the uh, WWE Ultimate New Generation ring that got put out uh, that I'm still waiting for. Things of that nature. And they've been offering certain Masters of the Universe Origins figures specifically through Mattel Creations. Uh, and about a month ago, they sold Wondar, who is, if you don't know, he's the Wonder Bread He-Man, which he's, that was never actually a thing, but that's what he's thought of. It's He-Man with some black armor. Uh, and Wondar is, because of the weirdness of his backstory, one of my favorite He-Man things. Uh, the classics Wondar was one of my grails for a very long time until I finally got one. And you can see the review and the unboxing on the Needless Things YouTube channel. So when the Origins Wondar, when they announced it, I was like, yes, awesome. I want just a retail Wondar. Just, you know, a regular $15, $20 Wondar. I'll buy a couple, I'll open one up and keep one in the box just because that's a, a gimmick that I'm a fan of. Well, I went up for sale and sold out like I couldn't even get to the page to to look at it before it sold out. And many, many people had the same experience. It's infuriating. And previous releases, like um, they did Sunman there first. They did Gold. Christian, do you know what that guy's name is? Goldar. It's not Goldar, because that's a Power Rangers char- character. Uh for classic or for origins? For origins, yeah. Uh, let me Google. He's sitting in the workshop right now, or else I'd grab him. Gold, not golden books. Damn it! I hate Google autocomplete so much. I <laughs> unfortunately, have not paid enough attention to 
the origins line i'm drawing no, a blank he's not he's not coming up either well anyway he went up on creations a while ago and i didn't even know who the character was but he was he it was that easy to buy that i didn't even know who he was and i was like i guess i'll get one of those like a few minutes after he went on sale and i got him no problem uh that yeah that can should tell you how anticipated uh he was and then one dar came along and sold out like instantly well, now Mattel Creations has announced Grizzlore is the next exclusive figure that they're offering, which is infuriating. Another one of my favorite characters. I was very excited about Grizzlore, but he's not going to retail. He's going to Creations on September the 4th. They're putting him on sale. But on September 10th and 11th, they're putting him up for a made-to-order pre-sale, which means they're going to have a certain number available on September 4th that are in stock, ready to ship. And then a week later, they're going to have an open pre-order for a second production run. With Wondar, on September 28th through 30th, they are doing the same thing. They're having an open pre-order for a second production run for everybody that missed out. So this is fantastic. This is one of the greatest things Mattel has ever done because they're making sure everybody that wants these figures is going to be able to get them. Hasbro. And they're not taking much risk to do it. Right. This made to order model is great. Yeah. We're going to have to wait, you know, maybe up to a year to get it, but at least we're going to be able to get it. As opposed to all the people who missed out on Dr. Mindbender. Despite the one per person quantity limit, tons of people missed Dr. Mindbender. And I think Hasbro, which they have already done, they did it with Master of Disguise Zartan. They did it with Regal Cobra Commander. They did it with Snake Supreme Cobra Commander, where they had a certain quantity available for sale. And then once that sold out, people were buying pre-orders for the second production run. So Hasbro has done this, and I don't know why they didn't do the same thing for Mindbender. And hopefully they'll do something like that for Serpentor, because I think Serpentor is going to be far more popular than Mindbender. But he's also going to come with a much higher price tag. Yeah, yeah but I don't know that that's going to be much of a deterrent. You got to wonder too if they are planning on releasing them in the regular lines at some point too. I mean, I you know everybody assumes there's going to be a standard mindbender, but why not use this model to make sure everybody who wants the deluxe one can get it? Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I saw this for Grizzlord, the first thing my mind went to, no pun intended, was mind bender and using like if they see that there is a way for them to make money with very little risk then hasbro will totally copy this well and it's not even but like i said they've done it already it's it's bizarre to me 
Uh, the, and again, I guess the assumption has to be, well, they know another mind bender is coming, so they didn't bother doing it that way. But it's, I don't know, it's just weird because we had, at the time they did it for the Snake Supreme Cobra Commander, I said Regal, I'm not positive they did it for the Regal Cobra Commander. I, I think that they did. Uh, but at the time they did it for Snake Supreme, there were already two other Cobra Commanders and they did it anyway. So why not do it for Mindbender? Uh, but anyway, I just thought that was really cool and worth mentioning. Uh, it makes me very happy that Mattel is is looking out for the collector like that. So here's a little add-on, another thing that kind of popped up before we started recording. So RoboSkull continues to kind of generate hype for the eventual release of the product, or Skeletron, rather, is is uh, hyping the RoboSkull release. They already released a an incredible musical track called Wolf Like Me. And today, exclusive to RoboSkull, they released by Word Burglar, I Get to Drive It, which is a song about the uh, pilot of the RoboSkull. It's absolutely fantastic. If you backed the RoboSkull, they sent you a link to it. Uh, I do not know if you can get access to it other than that. But, you know, we love Word Burglar here on the show. Noel, you you brought this fellow to our attention a long time ago. And this track is absolutely amazing. So, everybody, if you have the opportunity to check that out, check that out. And then finally, we've got uh, our last piece of business, a little conversation that we got uh, from the aforementioned Hiss Tank. Uh, one of the posters there, Rodimus, who happens to be from Georgia, which I thought was interesting. That, Noel, this isn't you, is it? Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> I would not pick Rodimus. You would not be Rodimus. Transformer That's Avatar. No. That's true. Uh, so Rodimus uh, on his Tank had a gr- what I thought was a great idea for holiday-themed Joes because Emily mentioned that much like the Star Wars Black Series holiday-themed figures, that G.I. Joe ones, I can't remember if she said they were on the way or they were a possibility. Do you guys remember? Possibility. Okay. And we, or I certainly poo-pooed that idea. I don't know if you guys were, like, totally in agreement with me or just kind of like, well, we'll see. No, totally in agreement. (laughs) (laughs) But Rodimus had what I thought was actually a brilliant idea you know, don't do the holiday, like, don't release Roadblock with reindeer printed on his vest, but do, like, crimson repaints for Valentine's Day. Uh, and he had some other ideas that I think the holiday was really not big enough for Hasbro to bother tying anything into. He said, do crimson versions of Tomax and Zamod on uh, Siblings Day, do Storm Shadow with Billy's head for Father's Day, which are not bad ideas, but I just don't see Hasbro tying anything into minor holidays like that. Uh, but I love the idea of Crimson Repaints for Valentine's Day. Were there, did you guys come up with any other possibilities? No, please go first. I didn't. No, I, I wasn't even thinking about. Uh anything else that, uh, that, that that could work with this well i mean you got to think the only big holidays that they're going to do tie-ins are you know christmas slash the holidays i think valentine's day is possible but not likely 
uh halloween is one that i think could work and i think the the prime possibility for that is to release the bat in the orange and black you know like Mm -hmm. the original came Mm -hmm. in the yellow and black and the orange and black but do it in like a vibrant orange or do something a little different there or possibly even just release a series of halloween bats and do like the inferno bat and the green and purple bat that came with uh the shockwave hiss tank like do do halloween bats so rather than making them in some kind of weird costumes or something do more themed things and that's actually the disney parks do things like that yep uh where it's it's not necessarily like reindeer print but it's color themed to the holiday and they've done a lot of really really cool stuff in that way well and for halloween you could also tie in the whole master of disguise uh, element of zartan and put zartan's head on random joe figures and people <laughs> would buy them or release a zartan with like a pumpkin mask and a witch mask and a skeleton mask yeah do a straight up halloween three homage but since you can't copyright a, a skeleton a jack-o'-lantern and a a witch i want that now i love that and do do zartan rather than his traditional uh burgundy or purple or whatever that is do that oh okay do just do the classified zartan but do him in the 90s zartan colors which would be pretty halloweeny like the orange mohawk zartan colors I think there are some some cool things that they could do to theme to holidays without them literally being like, you know, Destro with with an orange head or whatever. <laughs> so I came up with one and I I don't want the characters necessarily in different colors. However, the packaging, because this is going to be a box set. Okay. So you're going to have Wild Bill, Toll Booth, Law, Shipwreck, <laughs> Spirit versus Dr. Mindbender. Because we all know how companies love to get those gay dollars in June. So we will have a G.I. Ah, Joe yes. as the Village People box set. Yes. Uh, that's perfect. Pride Month <laughs> box set. Oh, man, that would be phenomenal. And even include uh, include a uh, like a little flash drive with the Village People's greatest yes. hits. <laughs> yes. In, in the, sh- in, you know, a little... Uh, a rainbow cobra logo or something (laughs) oh i'm all about that do it make it happen all right uh so that's pretty much everything we've got for this week we gotta we gotta cut this show out and start getting ready for dragon con you guys yeah and for the listeners people are listening to it right now we're we're, we're almost kind of happy it was a slower news week than usual I know because we got a lot to do. So if you're currently sitting in the classics track room, listening to this, waiting for us to start the panel, turn it off. Now we're going to start the panel in a second, (laughs) and then you'll be able to listen to the panel on the show next week. 
Uh, so you guys, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast, on Twitter at G.I. Joe Audible. Our music is by Andy Sanford of electricminnowmusic.com. Christian, where can we find those photographs? You can find me on Instagram and on Flickr.com under Legion Cub. Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about the finest? Finest is an international G.I. Joe costuming club who uh, well, many of our members will be at Dragon Con. So if you are attending, um, then uh, there'll be some folks participating in the parade on Saturday, as well as a uh, photo shoot on Sunday at the, uh, the Behind the Hilton at 10 a.m. So if you got a G.I. Joe costume and you've always wanted to um, you know, wear it out and maybe even apply to become a Finest member, then uh, you can meet some of us there uh, Sunday afternoon. Come, come wearing your awesome costume. We'll uh, give you some tips or take some pictures and get your uh, entry submitted for approval. I would like to point out that 10 a.m. Sunday morning at Dragon Con, first of all, that is not afternoon. That is morning. <laughs> that yes. is that is an early call time. Well, and we used to it used to be a noon uh, photo set. Um, but I guess with everything shifting around out there, we had to start taking the 10 a.m. spot. You, you got so, uh, you got booted by the Babylon Five folks. Uh, gets a little tougher what, every year. But what happened? You guys, thank you for once again sitting down and talking about GI Joe. As always, Yo Joe. Cobra. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.